0: إِنَّهُمْ يَرَوْنَهُ بَعِيدًا Why are they behaving like this? Why do they keep asking? And why do they keep mocking? Because indeed they, يَرَوْنَهُ they see it, meaning the punishment, as بعيدًا, as far, distant. They think it's never gonna come. وَنَرَاهُ And we see it as قَرِيبًا As one that is near. They think the day of judgment is very far. Or death is far. Or something terrible that might happen to them is far. وَنَرَاهُ qariba, But we see it as very near. Because whatever is on its way is near. Isn't it? Once the countdown has begun, then it is near. وَنَرَاهُ qariba. And really if you think about it, many times people think that the consequences of their evil is far. The wrong that they're doing, its consequences are far. Which is why they keep, they continue their wrong. And it's one wrong action followed by another, followed by another, isn't it? Why? Because they think that the consequences are far. Whereas in reality the consequences are very near. So for instance a person decides that they're just going to you know, take their dad's car and go off for a nice drive in the middle of the night and who's gonna find out? Nobody's gonna know. Go for some street racing or something and what happens? What happened? Some consequences. May Allah protect, but many times it happens. An accident, car crash, something like that. Narahu qariba. You think it's far. It's not going to happen. Nothing bad will happen. Before anybody wakes up, we'll be back. But what happened? Narahu qariba. Before you know, you see the consequences. Anything wrong we are doing in our lives. Why do we do it? How do we justify it? We think, never gonna be caught. It's okay. It'll be fine. Think of it this way. A person keeps eating unhealthy. And they think, oh, nothing's gonna happen. Nothing's gonna happen. And then eventually, or very soon, they're told that your health is in in a terrible condition. You better change what you're eating. You better change your lifestyle. You better change what you put in your body. إِنَّهُمْ يَرَوْنَهُ بَعِيدًا وَنَرَاهُ قَرِيبًا يَوْمَ On the day when تَكُونُ السَّمَاءُ The sky will be Kalmuhli Like murky oil. It is the day when the sky will be like murky oil. The condition of the sky will completely change. Its appearance will change on the Day of Judgment. And here it is said it will be like muhl. Muhl is molten metal, molten brass. And it's also used for murky oil. So, oil that's not clear and clean, rather, oil that is old, it has been used many times, so it's dirty, it's sticky, it's thick, it's got lots of black stuff in it. That is muhl. It's not beautiful at all. Kal muhl. The color of the sky will change. Right now it's blue, clear. Then it will be like murky oil. In Surah Al-Rahman ayah 37, Allah says, فَإِذَا شَقَّتِ السَّمَاءُ فَكَانَتُ وَرْدَةً كَالْدِّهَانُ It will be rose-colored. In Haqqah Ayah 16 Allah says السَّمَاءُ فَهِيَ وَهِيَ It will be weak وَتَكُونُ الجبال كالعهن. And the mountains will be like عِهْن What is عِهْن? Wool But wool that has been ruffled up That has been Loosened up It's not well compacted together But it's been pulled apart This is عِهْن And it's also used for wool that is colored. It's not white. Don't think of wool today, nice and white. No. It's brown, beige, dark, you know, in dirty colors. In Al Qari'ah also, why will mountains be like wool? What does wool represent? Lightness. It looks big, but it's so light. Isn't it? So mountains that are solid, firm, heavy, on the Day of Judgment, they will be floating. Because, وَحُمِلَتِ الْأَرْضُ وَالْجِبَالُ دَكَّةً They will be crumbled, crushed to powder. So powder is weightless. When it's floating in the air, it doesn't have any weight. So this is what will happen to the mountains. Blown. كالعِهن. In Surat Fatir, Ayah 27, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, That how mountains are of different colors. So on the Day of Judgment, imagine when they're blown up. Different colors also. And he will not ask. Who will not ask? Hamimun, Any friend. No friend will ask. About Who? about Hamima, about another friend. You see, it's possible that there is a person about whom you think that you are their best friend. You think that you are their best friend, but they don't think like that about you. You understand? Sometimes you think that you're really tight with somebody, really close to them. You're their best friend. But they don't consider you like a best friend. Here, what is said, Hamimun Hamima, that both are best friends to each other. So, you can imagine this level of friendship. But Allah says that on that day, no best friend will ask about another best friend. And remember, Hamim is someone who feels for you, because Hamim is boiling hot water also, bubbling. Boiling, There is movement. So this person feels for you, cares about you, they get angry for you, they will fight for you, they will defend you. But on the Day of Judgment, they won't even ask about you. لا حميم حميمة. Why? Because each person will be preoccupied with their own predicament. يُبَصَّرُونَهُمْ They will be shown each other. يُبَصَّرُونَ From بَصَّرَ بَصَّدْرَ is to show something to someone in a way that they recognize it you understand to show something to someone such that they recognize it so you basaruna they will be shown Home them, meaning a best friend will be made to see his friend in that crowd, in that great gathering. And he will not just see him, but he will recognize him. Yet he will not ask about his friend. You see, for instance, something terrible happens. And you ask your friend, where were you? Why didn't you come? Why didn't you ask about me? And what do they say? I had no idea. I didn't see you there. Allah says Yubasaruna They will be made to see and recognize each other. Yet they will not care about each other. They will ignore each other. Yawadul Mujrimu, the criminal will wish Law Yaftadi, if only he could ransom Min Adabi Yaumaidin from the punishment of that day, how would he ransom himself? Bibanihi with his sons, with his children. The criminal will wish to give all of his children as ransom in order to free himself from the punishment. This is how selfish people will become on the Day of Judgment. That a person will not even care about his children. In this world generally what happens? People risk their lives to save the lives of their children. Isn't it? They're willing to donate their blood, to donate their organs, to save the lives of their children. They're willing to give up their life savings, to put themselves in danger. On the day of judgment, a person will wish to give up all of his children to free himself from the punishment. Wa sahibatihi, not just his children, but also his wife, wa akhihi, and his brother. He will happily push his wife into hellfire to save himself from it. He will happily say, take my friend, my best friend into hellfire and let me go. Happily. وَصَّاحِبَتِهِ وَأَخِيهِ وَفَصِيلَتِهِ And also his Fasila, his nearest kindred. Fasila from فَصَادْ Fasila is basically used for the closest family members of a person, basically, the word is used for the children of a paternal grandfather. Think of his children and grandchildren, those whom you share your lineage with. And this word is used fasila because a person is fasl of them, meaning he is a detached part of them. He is part of them. So wa fasilatihi, his. Nearest kindred, he will wish to give them up. He will wish to send them into hellfire to save himself. But this fasilah is which one? Alati that which sheltered him. Tuwihi awa yuwi iwa. What does it mean? It has many meanings. One of the meanings is to hug someone, to embrace someone. Like we learned that Yusuf alaihissalam, when he saw his father, when he saw his brother. Awa Ilahi. The interpretation of that is that he hugged him, he embraced him. So Allah The family, the relatives that embraced him, that nurtured him in their laps. Have you ever seen grandparents embracing their grandchildren? But how even in that old age or with that back pain and with that arm pain, that grandmother will not put down the baby. She won't. That grandfather will happily carry that baby. And even when that baby is like 8 years old, 10 years old, they will still embrace him. Isn't it? But that same family, a person will be willing to throw them into hellfire to save himself. Those who hugged him, embraced him, showed love to him. Those in whose laps he was raised. He will happily throw them into hellfire if that would mean that he would be saved. Allati tu'wihi. Another meaning of the word tu'wihi is that the one who, allati tu'wihi meaning the one who sheltered him, the one who protected him, the one who defended him. Another interpretation is the one who lodged him, gave him a home. Allati tu'wihi. Those that he lived with. In Surah muminun Ayah 101, Allah says, فَإِذَا فِي الصُّورِ فَلَا أَنْسَابَ بَيْنَهُمْ يَوْمَئِذٍ When the trumpet will be blown, there will be no relationship between the people. None at all. They will be alone. But this will be the condition of who? Those who are on their way to help. Because this is in order to ransom himself from the punishment. So it is those who will be punished on the Day of Judgment who will have no relationship with their blood relatives anymore, who will have no friendship with their best friends anymore. بَعْضُهُمْ لِبَعْضٍ عَدُوٍ إِلَّا الْمُتَّقِينَ Those who believe in Allah, those who are His righteous servants, then their friendships will continue in the hereafter also. Their relationships will continue in the hereafter also. Because when we learn about the righteous in the hereafter, what descriptions do we find? What descriptions do we find? For example, we learn that even in the hashr, in the gathering, in the great gathering, under the throne of Allah, will be who? People who loved each other for the sake of Allah. If this is where friends for the sake of Allah are, then what do you think about families that helped each other? Blood relatives that helped each other in worshiping Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala. The Prophet sallallahu said about his grandsons, about Fatima Radhiyallahu anha, about Ali Radhiyallahu anhu, that how they will be with him on the Day of Judgment. Why? Because they were all righteous. They were all in the way of Allah. They helped each other in the way of Allah. So this condition is of who? those who stop each other from the way of Allah. Because you see, the one who is not loyal to Allah, then he will not be loyal to anybody. So if our friends and if our relatives are stopping us from Allah, or we are stopping them from Allah, then this friendship, this relationship will finish on the Day of Judgment. It will turn into enmity on the Day of Judgment. It will turn into hatred and revenge on the Day of Judgment. But if these relationships are a means of drawing close to Allah, then this will be an everlasting relationship. وَفَصِيلَتِهِ الَّتِي تُؤْوِيهِ Allah says, وَمَنْ fil الْأَرْضِ جَمِيعًا Not just his family, but He will also willingly give up whoever that is in the earth, جَمِيعًا entirely. Meaning, if He was given the option that all of humanity and all the animals... And all, every creature that ever lived on earth, you have to bring them in order to save yourself from hellfire. If the criminal was given this option, would he take it? Yes. He would say, okay, fine. All the creation of the earth go to hell. Let me go. He would be willing to give up everyone in order to save himself from that punishment. But will it be accepted? No, it won't be. Because no person will bear the burden of another. No. No one is going to be punished for the sin of another. And if a person were to bring even the earth's fill of gold, will that be taken? No. So if a person offers all of humanity, will that be taken as ransom? No. What is it that Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala has asked of us today? Very little. He has not asked us for the earth's fill of gold. He has not asked that we should slaughter our families. He has not asked us that we should separate and abandon our loved ones. No. He has not asked us for this. He has asked us for very little. And if we don't do that today, then look at the condition of such people on the Day of Judgment. In Surah Fatir, Ayah 18, Allah says, وَلَا taziru وَازِرَةٌ وَزْرَ No bearer of burden will bear the burden of another. In Surah luqman Ayah 33, Allah subhanahu wa ta'ala says, لا يجزي والد عن ولده ولا مولود هو جاز عن والده شيئا. No father can avail his son, and no son can avail his father. In Surah Al-An'am, Ayah 94, Allah says, وَلَقَدْ جِئْتُمُونَ فُرَادًا كَمَا خَلَقْنَاكُمْ أَوَّلَ مَرَّةً You have come to us alone, just as we created you the first time. Alone a person will come. He will not be able to give anyone as ransom. Kalla Allah says no. What does Kalla do? It's a refutation. So his wish is being refuted. Whose wish? The wish of the mujrim. Because look at the ayah. Yawaddul Mujrimu. The criminal will wish He will badly wish and desire and want to ransom himself by giving all his children. To ransom himself by giving his wife. Ransom himself by giving up his best friend. Ransom himself by giving his family. Ransom himself by giving all of the creation on earth. But will it work? Will this wish come true? Kalla. No way. It's not gonna happen. No person will be punished for the sin of another. If he has come as a criminal on the day of judgment, then he will have to see, he will have to take the punishment of that crime. And what is that punishment? Innaha Indeed, it is lava. What is lava? Hellfire, the adab of the day of judgment. This hellfire is lava. What is lava? Lava. Is used for Allah Khalis pure flame, pure fire. Jahannam is pure fire one hundred percent in nahalala and this pure fire meaning only fire, what is this going to do? nazza'atan one that will rip away. Lishawa, all the shawa, all the exteriors. It will rip away the exteriors. Nazaa from nazaa to pull, but nazaa. What does it mean? To pull away harshly, forcibly, severely. It will extract, remove, snatch away, pull away, rip away. What will it rip away? Ashawa. Shawa is the plural of the word shawat. Shin wa And this word is used for the scalp, the skin of the head, or the skin of the face. And some have said that this word applies to the exteriors of the body, meaning the hands, the feet, the head. Some have said that Shawa refers to the entire skin or whatever is on the exterior. So, hair, skin, hands, feet, head. So severe is this lava, this fire, that it will rip away, pull away, burn completely, eat up right away all the exteriors. This is how severe this fire is. And in the Qur'an we learn that it will not just burn the exterior, but also the interior. As we learn that, كَلَّا فِي الْحُطَمَةِ وَمَا أَدْرَاكَ نَارُ اللَّهِ أَلَّتِي al Afida that will rise up to the hearts, it will reach up to the heart, it will go, it will penetrate al-Shawa. it will call. It will call who tawalla. The person who adbara, who turned his back and Tawalla he turned away, he went away. Meaning in the world, the person who adbara, who turned his back on the truth, and tawalla, he went away from obedience to Allah, from accepting. On the day of judgment, hell is going to tad'u, it's going to call him. Hell will speak. Hell will speak. Here we see tad'u It will call out the criminals Just imagine a frightening monster That can hurt you in an instant Is calling you from behind you And calling you by name tad'u We learn in the Qur'an That hellfire will speak hal min mazeed Is there any more? And here tad'u It will call the criminals Here come you Oh, this person. Oh, person with this name. Oh, person with that name. Come here. Where are you going? You can't run away. When he turned his back to Allah and he turned away from Allah's command, what did this person do in the world? جمع. He gathered, he collected. Collected what? Collected the things of this world. That is what he ran after, the dunya. And when he collected the things of this world, what did he do with them? Then he hoarded. wa'i. udhun وعي What does it mean? To retain something. Retain in memory what you have heard. Meaning, you don't let it go. You don't forget it. You remember it in your mind. That wa'i. So here, aw'a meaning he retained his wealth, he kept it, he didn't give of it, he didn't share it, he just kept it all with himself. Jama'a fa aw'a He amassed wealth and he did not share it, he did not give zakat, he did not spend on the needy. Earlier also we learned, وَلَا يَحُضُّ عَلَى طَعَامِ الْمِسْكِينَ You know, so many times that the description of the people of hell is given, so many times that the description of the people of hell is given, their greed is mentioned their selfishness is mentioned. That how they kept money just for themselves. They didn't spend on others, they didn't encourage the spending on others. And here we see, gathered and hoarded. And when the people of Jannah are mentioned, what is mentioned? That how they spend on others. وَفِي ينفقون, They spend... Of the characteristics of the people of Jannah, is that they spend their wealth on others. And of the characteristics of the people of hell, is that they only think about themselves. And we need to think, that whatever money I have, whatever things I possess, what do I use them for? What do I use them for? Is my concern only myself? my dress and my shoes and my car and my this and my that or do i think about others also wa jam'a fa aua insana allah says indeed the human being khuliqa he has been created halua anxious he has been created very anxious it's in his nature to become very anxious. What is halur? Halur is from halam ain, halaa, and halaa means to be impatient. Basically, it's used for when a person is very small-hearted. You know, small heart in the sense that stingy, very touchy, mind very quickly, get offended very quickly, can't have much sabur, cannot wait. He becomes hasty. Upset over minor things. Gives up because of little problems. Reacts very greatly. Haris, you know, very eager and greedy for things that are not permissible. So, halur, meaning a person who is stingy, who is greedy, extremely impatient. So there is a combination of greed and stinginess and impatience. Allah says, إِنَّ الْإِنْسَانَ خُلِقَ هَلُوَةً Man has been created like this, meaning this is in man's nature. And really, if you think about it, children, they have this in them. They're halur. They're halur. Something small breaks, and it's as if the whole world has been destroyed. They don't get one thing that they want, and look at how they cry. Isn't it? This is within children. Now what happens is that with age, people should grow up. Isn't it? Which means that if things are not your way, you are patient. And you think not just about yourself, but also others. But some people, they don't grow up. Innal insana The detail of halur is given. That إذا, What is halur? That إِذَا مَسَّهُ الشَّرُ When some evil touches him, jazua. Very, very impatient. Jazzar is the opposite of sabr. Sabr is to be patient, Jazar is to lose it. So Ida when some evil touches him, he becomes very impatient. What kind of evil? Like for example, he lost something. Or he fell ill. Or something that he really likes. You know, it broke or he lost it. Lost a loved one. So what happens? He becomes jazur. What does jazur mean? He becomes very unhappy, very worried, very apprehensive. And he is not patient over there. He's not happy over there. He does not expect reward from Allah. He does not hope for anything better. So when a difficulty comes his way, he loses hope. He loses control. إِذَا مَسَّهُ الشَّرُ جَزُوعًا وَإِذَا مَسَّهُ الخَيْرُ And when some good touches him, like what? Wealth, health, things are his way, things are perfect, the way he wants them to be. What does he do? He becomes manū'a. Very, very manur. Manur is to stop. So he doesn't give others, withholding. He withholds a lot. So he doesn't spend of it. He doesn't share anything from it. He doesn't thank Allah for it. So we see over here two extremes. That in difficulty, in ad how does he become? Impatient. And in ease, in as what does he do? He becomes selfish. إِنَّ الْإِنسَانَ إِذَا مَسَّهُ الشَّرُّ جزوعا. وَإِذَا مَسَّهُ الْخَيْرُ منوعا. This is within people. Impatience and greed. Impatience and stinginess. This is within people. And here, we need to look at ourselves. That really, when I get something good, like for example, think of it this way. Somebody gives you a hundred dollars. You know, your aunt comes from a different country and she says, I wasn't able to bring you any gift, so here, get something for yourself. So with that cash, what are you going to do? You got some khair. What are you going to do? We get some shar sometimes. You had some money and you lost it. So that cash, you got it, hundred dollars, you thought you kept it in your purse, you go and you don't find it anywhere. What happens to us? Do we blame others? You stole it. You took it. What happens to us? Ida Masahul Khayru Manu'a. Ida Masahu sharru jazua. Now this is our test. This is why Allah Subhanahu wa Ta'ala says in the Quran that wama yuka shuhana f'ula iqa humul muflihoon. Whoever is saved from the stinginess of his soul, then it is those who are righteous. Because it's very easy To become impatient It's very easy to lose control It's very easy to lose hope And it's very easy to become selfish and stingy Very easy I'm sure you've maybe experienced this Or witnessed it or or heard about it That how a person As soon as they got their job And as soon as they started making money It's as if they forgot their relatives They just became very strange with them They kept a distance with them It happens to people and this is our test. The Prophet ﷺ he said, "The son of Adam grows old, but two desires in him remain young: the desire for wealth and the desire for life. With age, the desire for money it only grows, it only increases. So for khair he's very manure. That even when it comes to a pizza, right? Doesn't want to share. Doesn't. What if I get hungry?" It's an entire pizza. Doesn't want to share. Manure. We will listen to the recitation.
1: Inهم يرونه بعيدا ونراه قريبا يوم تكون السماء كالمهل وتكون الجبال كالعهن ولا يسال حميم حميما يُبَصّرونهم يود المجرم لو يفتدي من عذاب يومئذ ببنيه وصاحبته وأخيه وفصيلته التي تؤويه ومن في الأرض جميعا ثم ينبثق كلا in Naha Lavah Nazaratha Li Shuwa Taddu Man Adber Watawllah Wajma Faouhai In خلق